When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Oh, they're alive, and my partner feels like a whole new man. Let's go, Lake Show. Let's go. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. He didn't even have to take his car into work today. He floated here because the Lakers are back. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Look at you. You're flying high. Oh, I got a dance, man. Carl, I enjoyed last night's win so much that I went back and watched it again this morning. <laughs> That's how excited I was from watching the Lakers beat up on a shorthanded Golden State Warriors team. I don't care that Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins weren't there. I still enjoyed that win because that was a game that the Lakers have found ways to lose in the past, earlier in the season. Not this time. Not this time. And when it got close to the third quarter... They were able to put together a run and pull away, led by LeBron James being a catalyst and facilitating for others. We'll break it all down in a little bit, but it's exciting to see as a Lakers fan. I actually can dream now. I got hope, not just for the future, but what can happen with this team with the rest of the regular season and on into the playoffs. I think you just covered it all, and we will get to more of it. Well, I'm so excited. I don't know how to contain it. I know. It's very clear. We have got plenty of the football to get to as well, including all the latest on all of the quarterbacks and where they may be ending up. But you guessed it, where we're going to start today. Here we go! Only one place to start. LeBron one-on-one against Anthony Lamb. Kicks it to Beasley in the corner. Beasley's three-pointer. Good again. Man, is he hot. 25 for Malik Beasley. 98-80, to 80, Lakers' biggest lead of the night. That is John Ireland, ESPN 710 LA. Malik Beasley, seven threes on the night. The bench in double figures all over the place. LeBron... Couldn't throw it in the ocean other than his one big dunk and hit a couple of shots here when it was semi-important. But Canty, yeah. he shot 5 for 20. 25% or less, he has only shot six times in his entire career, and yet the Lakers ran away with it last night by winning by 13 over the Warriors. And I get it. I understand why you feel good today. I understand Feeling good, despite the fact that D'Angelo Russell hurt his ankle and only played nine minutes in the game. Didn't matter. Doesn't seem like it's that serious of an injury either. You have eight players in double figures. Canty, I get why you're as excited as you are right now. I understand it. I would just caution, it's still very early. I don't want to damper your excitement. Just don't get too sucked in yet. Well, they blew out a team that was shorthanded. That's what you're supposed to do. Yes. They led by as many as 28. I think it was in the fourth quarter. But and LeBron, encouraging development LeBron, is James, LeBron James and AD didn't have to play. Right. They were able to rest. They didn't have to put those minutes on their body. And too many times against inferior opponents, you're talking about the Lakers going down to the wire, not with this group of guys. And the versatility that they were able to acquire at the trade deadline with guys like 
Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley and Mo Bamba, like Rui Hachimura earlier in the season. Like being able to add those pieces gives you a lot of different flexibility for Dar- – it's a lot of flexibility for Darvin Ham in terms of the matchups defensively. But the most important thing that they did is they got more athletic and they got the ability to be able to shoot. You're talking about being able to knock down 16 three-pointers well, on 53% shooting. This is it. And you had 30 assists. When you're moving the basketball and you're passing up good shots for better shots and better shots for great shots, that's what you're looking for, Carlin. And that you finally start to see that a little bit with this Lakers team. And it's LeBron James being the catalyst of it, but there are other guys that can create. Last night, Dennis Schroeder, one of those guys that finds the ability to be able to create when D'Angelo Russell is out of the lineup. That's what you have to have. Schroeder was able to give you six assists. The thing that stands out to me the most, though, Carlin, when you have the threat of knockdown shooters on the perimeter, it opens up so much more space for other guys to do other things. And the thing that kind of encapsulates that, the play that encapsulates that, is that lob from Dennis Schroeder to LeBron James at the beginning of the second quarter. Gorgeous. There's a backdoor cut by LeBron, but he usually doesn't have that room because you're talking about defenses packing it in the paint and and stopping dribble penetration or anybody that's trying to get into the lane. You can't do that when Malik Beasley is 7 of 11 from three-point land. You just can't. It is what they have always needed, and we have talked about it ad nauseum, and it appears finally that they have it. So are they feeling the same way that there might be a different – vibe around the Lakers since the trade deadline. Here's Anthony Davis. Is there a different feeling on this team since the trade deadline? As a team? Yes. I think we just, uh, we know where we are. You know, we don't have time to be upset or fight ourselves within. You know, we got to be able to go out and, and win basketball games. So that's all we want to do is go out and have fun. So is it safe to say that over the last 10 days to two weeks, your confidence level in the Lakers and what they're capable of doing has skyrocketed to the point where it's not just make the play-in, it's beat a play-in team and get into the playoffs itself? Yeah, it's not even about the last two weeks. It's about the last two games that I've seen this team on the court Mm -hmm. since the trade deadline. Like It's infused the organization with energy, there feels like there are possibilities now in terms of the different skill sets and how they complement LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And AD talked about it. If we play defense the way that we did last night, we're going to have a chance against anybody. Like when you have the ability to defend and then turn stops into transition buckets, which is what they did very well last night, Carlin, they're going to be a tough out for anybody. Not, Not only are we talking about this team being in a playoff series, we're talking about them potentially winning a first-round series. And I get it. It's not something that makes a whole lot of sense when you look at the history of this franchise over the last 50 years. You're talking about this Lakers team. They would have the worst winning percentage of any Lakers team to make it to the postseason at the All-Star break. They would. And yet, it's a team that I fully expect to be able to make it to the postseason. I can't tell you whether that's going to be a play-in path or making it to a top six seed, but I expect them to be in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, so you're and, already eyeing up the Mavericks. That's yeah, what you're telling I, me I, in the sixth meeting. Well, well I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Carlin. You got them next. Hey, Carlin, hey, listen, this team is not the way, if they can you're team, top four. If they can play the way that they played last night, defensively and pushing the pace. And here's the thing. This has been a team that has pushed the pace all year. They just haven't had the requisite pieces in order to capitalize on being able to play with that kind of tempo. Now they do. 
So again, it comes down to more fit than anything else. And when yes. you have other guys that can create and other guys around them that can shoot, it takes so much pressure off of LeBron James. Even though he didn't have a great shooting night, LeBron clearly had an impact on how that game went. Well, listen, he better. And the way the rest of the team is playing, it's better. But the bar has been set so low for the Laker team, I get why you would be excited by the, by the fit and the way things look right now. Because it looks like you have the components that you need to do some damage. Yeah. However, this is still exceptionally early in the process, and we need to see that play out because let's call it what it is. If we are going based on the entirety of the LeBron tenure in L.A., and yeah, I'm including the summer camp championship in that, it's been disappointing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing to win the title with the Lakers when you won the title at, you know, at, down at Disney. Did Goofy hand over the trophy? Stop, I man. forgot I, to, to, I, I forgot I, I, I to see that. I can't with you. Uh, is he on the Larry O'Brien? I, I can't with you. Uh, listen, point is simply this. LeBron has not, in delivering that championship, that's one thing because it's such a bizarre situation. Mm-hmm. I don't take it as seriously. I don't take it as seriously. And I, it's, I would never say that about titles. So when I look at LeBron in L.A. and what has happened... The fact that he finally has around him what he needs, oh, okay. It was supposed to be better than this. Well, they gutted their roster in order to bring over Anthony Davis. But and that it, was his thing. That was well, his well, doing. Well, well, I'm not saying. And his doing was to bring Russ I'm not absolving him of any of the blame when it comes way. to playing de facto GM. He yeah. has to own that, but they finally got the well, piece. not. They, they finally got the pieces in place in order to take advantage of what LeBron James still brings to the table at 38 years old, which is absolutely incredible. But now that you have this type of athleticism, this type of versatility, this type of shooting, and quite frankly, this type of playmaking around LeBron and AD, you're going to get the best versions of them. And, Carlin, we're talking about 22 games and being four games back from the sixth seed in the Western Conference. It's not impossible for them to catch the Dallas Mavericks. No, it's, it's not, not possible. It's not. It's what's a tall a, task, and we this. all understand there's no what's margin li- for error. But, what's but they more can likely? do it. What's more likely? They catch the Mavericks, or Anthony Davis stays healthy the rest of the way? I, honestly, like this is to me of counting your chickens before they hatch with the Lakers when, we're, when we are operating based on history. I am not trying to just toss aside what these achievements could be, but let's at least acknowledge that there are a few things that have to fall into place, and that's the biggest of them all. Well, just stay healthy for the next month. Keep it together for the next month, Humpty Dumpty. That's what we're asking you to do. If they do that, then this team is going to be in a real playoff series, whether they have to go through the play-in route or not. And that, to me, is exciting because if you get LeBron James to the playoffs, anything can happen. If and, win- and I get it. When the Lakers you know, are, are playing at this level, they have this kind of record at the All-Star break, it usually equates to early exits in the postseason. But they're usually not talking about having LeBron James on this team. And, and, and based on what I saw last night as a Lakers fan, I can be optimistic about this team not only getting into a real series, but actually doing some damage, winning a playoff series, and seeing who your second-round matchup is and going from there. So you are not ruling out a Lakers run of any sort? No. You're not no. ruling anything out no. right now. No. Wow. No. Wow. 
Wow. The, the ceiling on this team is completely different now. You are It's a, completely different. I tell you, you have been reeled in so easily for I have. two games. Like a big mouth bass, you hook, are, line, you, and sinker. You, they didn't even have to go hook, line, and sinker. You jumped in the damn boat. You are flopping around <laughs> in that thing right now. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. I will not, however, go as far as to call you a sucker. I will not yeah. do that. I mean, just think about it, though. Do you trust the Denver Nuggets? I don't trust anybody in the West. Do you, did you, do you trust the Memphis Grizzlies? I don't they trust had a, anybody. They had a damn 18-point lead against the Sixers last night in the first half. How'd that work out for them? I don't trust anybody. That's my point. But you don't trust the Sacramento Kings. I don't trust do, anybody. You talk about the Lakers staying healthy. You trust the Clippers to stay healthy? No. You don't, do you trust Kyrie and Luka Doncic? I don't trust anybody. But that's my point. So why not the Lakers? Why not? In the Western Conference, give me the argument against them. Let's, let's take it a step at a time. Get into the play-in first. That's all. Just get to the play-in. Then maybe you can start to widen your eyes a little bit. Everybody is right there in the Western Conference, man. Everybody is right there. Outside of the top two seeds, everybody is right there. You are flopping around that boat. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. A couple of Malik Beasley threes, and it's a whole new season. Not a couple, seven. <laughs> and 16 three-point makes by the team overall. I would point out that Malik Monk had seven threes at three different times Okay, all right. Just to, you know. So, so Malik Beasley is Malik Monk now? That's what we're saying? No, okay. All right. That's what I thought. It's better. It's better. It's a lot better. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. On the way, Canty, when it comes to the opportunity to play a game, there is none better than can he or can't he. <laughs> and he has got answers to all of your NFL questions on the way. Plus, a very unique experience last night. That just, frankly, ticked me off to no end as a fan. And I want to get your take on it. It's all on the way. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin and for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. I was just joking around with Canty because last night I was at the Rutgers game, Rutgers basketball against Michigan, yeah. and Isaiah Pacheco was there. Yeah. Uh, of course. He I is. should have been there, man. So my wife, you know, is a Michigan yeah. alum, and you, well, offered, offered, up, you, the you offered up the tickets. I should have been there, man, but... You know, it's hard to coordinate schedules with the wifey, and sure. she's working, I'm working, you know. It's one of those, we want to make it, our heart was there, yeah. but logistically, it just wasn't going to happen. Well, so Pop, Pop is there, Pacheco's there, and he is just, you can just tell, he has been loving his life for the last year, and especially the last 10, 12 days. That's what no he's doubt. supposed to do, though. Of course, he's a seventh of course. round pick. It was awesome. Was an instrumental part of winning a Super Bowl. Yes, and it was it was awesome to see. And it just got me thinking to you, like, how long did you really party after the Super Bowl? But it wasn't that long because you had to get surgery. But you're like, eh. No, I, I didn't, got it I, in otherwise, I didn't though. just have to get surgery. I had to get two surgeries. So Ooh. I had to have surgery for a detached retina, which I had suffered at the end of the regular season. Right. And I had a hole in my knee cartilage, so I had to have microfracture, too. So I basically did the old two-for-one. Wow. Buy one, get one free. Holy cow. But I had three days right after we got back from New York, and in those three days, we had the parade with three million people down the Canyon of Heroes in New York. Uh, we had a nice team dinner, and then we had the uh, the Jay-Z concert at Carnegie Hall that was a black tie, and they gave certain players on the team their own box. Wow. Which was pretty cool. Wow. And getting a shout-out from Jay-Z while he's doing a concert at Carnegie Hall, pretty damn special. Yeah, that's not bad. Pretty damn special. Good thing you were single then. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, honestly. Single-ish. <laughs> <laughs> but I made up for it. because Listen, I didn't party the year we won a championship, but I made up for it in my first six years, yeah. first six off-seasons in the NFL. Just – just Shout out to Isaiah Pacheco, by the way, living his best life. He I should love, be. I love it. I love He's it. He's a great dude. Seventh too. round pick, balling the way he did this year. I yep. love it. Anyway, we'll get to more on what I experienced at the game last night, which was problematic in a moment. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. But first things first, we got to do a little Kenny or Canty. So, Bubba, hit it, please. Yeah, we don't have it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll hit it. The question is simple. Can he or can't he? Why didn't you hit it all Only time? one man can answer. Because it wasn't there. Yeah, good one. Because it wasn't there. Uh, Cam, have you uh, come into work today? or? I'm here. Because Canty was uh, questioning the work ethic once again. Yeah, I mean, break. Cam misses work about as often as I switch apartments. Wow. Canty, you've that's moved, pretty, what, six pre- times this year? I've missed one day in the past couple weeks. I think you. I think you got me out. Cam lives his life as if he has won the Super Bowl yeah, every day. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> the Eagles won five years ago. I'm still flying Cam, high. Cam from is that. all about that soft life. Isn't that what you say about Gen Zers? <laughs> He's all about that soft life. I, listen, I the the word grind. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Cam need to does look not up. live to work. He works to live. Yes. And he's made that exactly. abundantly clear with the amount of time that he takes off. All right. Well. Well. Having said that, let's get to a little Kenny or Canty. Okay. Let's do it. So we begin. 
If you're unfamiliar with Kenny or Canty, with a simple premise, and Chris Canty answers whether that player or team or whomever can or can't. So, can Daniel Jones be as good without Saquon Barkley, Kenny or Canty? He can, because I think the strides that Daniel Jones made in his game had more to do with Brian Daybol and the development of the offensive line than it did Saquon Barkley. Now, Saquon had a fine year, 1,300 yards rushing, which is a career best, but we had 16 running backs last year crack a 1,000 yards rushing, Carlin. So it's not as if his production is irreplaceable. You can find another guy that can give you elements of what Saquon Barkley brings to the party, but if Daniel Jones plays relatively mistake-free football and under Brian Dable, there's no reason to think that he won't, they can survive if they're not able to retain Saquon. All right, can Bryce Young be a better option than Justin Fields for the Bears? Can he or can't he? He can't. I I don't understand why people keep saying this. Like, they already have a difference maker at quarterback in Justin Fields. And here's the deal. There's more value in Bryce Young being on a rookie contract because you've got more years of your quarterback on a rookie deal than you would if you traded Justin Fields. So, to, to make a long story short, you get more if you trade the number one pick versus trading Justin Fields. Mm. If you got a difference maker and you can get a haul for trading that top pick, why not do that and surround Justin Fields with the requisite talent so he can elevate the team and the organization? Can Lamar Jackson afford to hold out if franchise tagged? Can he or can't he? Yeah, he can. He's already made over $30 million in his career. Why, why wouldn't Lamar Jackson sit out knowing that he's got a quarter of a billion-dollar lotto ticket in his pocket because some team is going to pay him $250 million plus fully guaranteed? You don't have to haggle with the Baltimore Ravens. And based on the reports coming out by Jamison Hensley and others, they're $100 million apart in guaranteed money. They ain't going to close Oof. that gap no time soon. So if you're Lamar, all you have to do is bide your time and wait for the Ravens to realize that they're either going to have to pay you exactly what you want or they're going to trade you to somebody that will. Can Trey Lance get the 49ers to a Super Bowl as a starter, Kenny or Canty? Well, listen, Brock Purdy damn near got the 49ers to the Super Bowl, so why couldn't Trey Lance? Mm -hmm. From a physical skill set perspective, there ain't no comparison between the two players. Now, can Trey Lance operate the offense at the level that we saw Purdy at the end of the season remains to be seen. We don't have a very big sample size from Trey Lance. We got a game and a half. So I think the most important thing is having him get as many stats as he can and OTAs in minicamp. And based on the reports coming out, he will be QB1. He will have a chance to be able to build that chemistry, that rapport with his skill position players, and he'll get that familiarity in terms of how Kyle Shanahan wants to sequence his play calls. So I, I – I I am optimistic about Trey Lance's future because I like the talent around him and I have the utmost confidence in the head coach. All right. Can Aaron Rodgers still play at an MVP level? Can he or can't he? He can't. He had an opportunity to play at an MVP level in the regular season finale against the Detroit Lions when the Lions had nothing to play for and the Green Bay Packers offense scored a grand total of what? 16 points Mm -hmm. in a loss? Last Throw with it's, trend, it's trending in the wrong direction, and I don't know why people can't see that, right? Three years ago, you're talking about them being bounced in the conference championship at home. Two years ago, they lost in the divisional round, which was their first playoff game, to a San Francisco offense that didn't score a touchdown. This year, they couldn't even get into the playoffs. Why are people not taking note of what's going on with Aaron Rodgers in terms of his ability to get his team to the championship rounds. Because there's a sucker born every minute. Here's the thing. We keep 
applying Tom Brady logic and longevity to every great quarterback that's out there. Carlin, the, the norm is not quarterbacks playing at an MVP level in their 40s. The norm is not quarterbacks winning Super Bowls in their 40s. Acknowledge that Tom Brady is an outlier, accept that, and then you'll be able to look at Aaron Rodgers sober-minded and realize he's not the back-to-back MVP he was two years ago. And finally, can Eric Bieniemy help the Commanders become an NFC powerhouse? Can he or can't he? I'm going to say he can, and this is more of a heart-than-a-head pick because I trust Eric Bieniemy's football acumen. He seems like he's a leader of men, and if you listen to his press conference, he preached accountability, and that's a franchise that's been short on that in the past. Now, with Ron Rivera, it's been a little different, but I like the skill position players he's got to work with. Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, last year's first-round pick, Antonio Gibson, and Brian Robinson, they got players. Logan Thomas, a damn good tight end. We'll have to see what they do at the quarterback position. We all anticipate them cutting Carson Wentz. Sam Howell sounds like he'll get first crack at QB1, but I'd be shocked if they didn't bring in a veteran quarterback. Maybe this is a dark horse team for the Derek Carr sweepstakes. Maybe they're involved in Jimmy Garoppolo. But if they land a more veteran quarterback, there's no reason to think that with Eric Bieniemy pulling the strings on offense, this team can't contend in the NFC East. Efficient, insightful, outstanding. Hello. Well done. Well, Well, that's why it's the game show that's sweeping the nation. Exactly. It's Kenny or Canty. What better way to start your day than with Honey Nut Cheerios? Honey Nut Cheerios is made with whole grain oats, making it a heart-healthy food. It also has a touch of real honey, making it delicious so you don't have to compromise on taste. It truly is the perfect combination. Great tasting, and good for you. And for a limited time, Cheerios has changed some of its iconic O's into hearts to remind Americans that living a happy, heart-healthy lifestyle can be fun, easy, and delicious. Look for Cheerios with happy heart shapes wherever you buy groceries today. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. In 15 seconds, why exactly? Last night was a troubling, troubling night for me. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Look, there are very few things that, uh, I, over the years, I've had the good fortune to go to so many different events. Going to games live for me, uh, is not something I do nearly as much as I used to. But one thing that I do, so my wife and I both really enjoy going to Rutgers basketball games. Yes. And so we've had season tickets for a few years now. And, you know, pretty good seats at the rack. I have been the fan many, many times before because I have an obscure rooting interest in different sports where I have to go see my team on the road. Mm-hmm. Last night they're playing Michigan. There are two guys, two rows in front of us, who on every basket, on every turnover, on every single non-call that didn't go Michigan's way, are just standing up and being as obnoxious as possible. And listen, it's one thing to go to a game and enjoy yourself and to root for the other team. Yeah. It's another thing to not be a jackass. (laughs) And these two were jacked. Like, every time Michigan is hitting a three 
One of these dopes who was in about as good a shape as me wearing a Glenn Rice jersey stands up and does the bow and arrow bit. <laughs> or then he starts, he grabs, his, uh, he grabs his left arm and he starts tapping three against it. So it's like he's out there on the court exactly. making the shots. And I could cross this jump over, okay? <laughs> so here's my point. Every fan base has their obnoxious group. Of course they do. Over the last few years, I have found that Michigan is climbing up that chart for me. Now, if I'm going to give you, in fact, I'll give you a quick top five obnoxious fan bases. All right, run it How down. How about that? Let, let's down. just go right to that. Number five. Number five, Michigan made their way into it last night. Wow. Time. And here's why. You have specifically men, specifically men who use the phrase Michigan man. I'm a Michigan man. And they stand up and pull all this crap. And listen, I had a visceral reaction to these two guys last night mm-hmm. where I, I, let's just put it this way. I understand how things happen. Yes. <laughs> I get how yeah. things happen. There was no confrontation, though. No, absolutely okay. not. No. My wife was closer to engaging on that front than I was. But then that pulls you into it. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Number four. Number four, Canty, the Yankee fans for the longest time were a very don't, difficult don't, don't group do to that. deal with. Don't put us in that conversation. Well, they, but they were the, for the a Yankees very long time. The Yankees fans are self-loathing now. We, we, I mean, we, we, mm. the, the favorite pastime for Yankees fans now is to hate our team. Yeah. Like, we, we love to hate the Yankees now because we haven't sniffed a championship in yeah. a long, long time. What, 2010? That 2010 championship seems like t- 2009 seems like a long time ago. Yes. But, long, long time ago. But there is an expectation of winning a championship every year, and that's why it gets to be as obnoxious as Number it does. Number three. Penn State. The we are bit. Oh, dear God. That's the freaking worst. Yeah. I cannot stand it. Okay. And that there is a level of arrogance to Penn State, which, you know, I, I haven't counted the championships in a while. That's yeah. all I'll say yeah. about that. Uh, number two. Number two for me. I'll tell you what. Cowboy fans. I can't believe they're not number one. Cowboy fans. Yeah. They're not number one. They're number two. And the word delusional is appropriate. That's fair. Because they're, again, no offense to Bubba. Bubba's actually one of the good ones. Sure. You know, there is a good group in every fan base. Yeah, Bubba Bubba is sober minded when it comes to the Cowboys. For the most part. But that's few and far between. That's the exception, not the rule. Bubba, do you understand why I would have the Cowboys at number two on this list? (laughs) I I got an idea why. Yeah. See, Bubba knows. Bubba knows exactly why. I think it's all the uh, pictures that uh, First Take uses every year. The same group of people they show every every year when Stephen A's laughing. Yeah, that that one guy holding the girl uh, who found yes. out wasn't even his girlfriend. I always that, post that, that whenever that they lose. Yeah, that person kind of subs up Cowboys. Fans, <laughs> <I think. laughs> and then finally, number one, number one is, and this is just a very deeply personal thing: is Syracuse fans. Syracuse fans are very How the very hell does Syracuse make it in there? Well, because of the industry that I work in, and every other person. In the industry, went to Syracuse. So whenever and the other one went to St. Bonaventure. <laughs> well, but St. Bonnie's is a team that you can root for. They're, sure, yeah, they're yeah, a good, a little team. bit of an underdog. Exactly, it's but a nice little team. Exactly. With Syracuse, it is 
Every time they show a flash of life, oh, Beheim's back! He's a genius. They all forget that they even have a football program until they start the season 6-0. and oh. I hear from Rich Semini and guys like that, Adam Shine. I mean, you can go chapter and verse down the Syracuse obnoxiousness list. And when you go up there, I mean, I almost had one guy, when I was calling a game at the old Carrier Dome one time, climb up into the booth yelling at me while we were on the air. And then every kid who is in the broadcast school there comes up, oh, could you listen to my tape? <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. I, I respect your it's list. It's a deeply personal I list. respect your list, but I have to strongly disagree with your list because there are some glaring omissions. Okay. First of all, let's start with the New York Knicks. Remember the fan base that didn't want to trade or include R.J. Barrett in a deal for Donovan Mitchell? How's that working out for Knicks fans? (laughs) So there's that. So when you start talking about Cowboys fans delusional – Knicks fans just might be as delusional. They ain't won a playoff series since 2013. Bing bong. (laughs) Bang! I mean, double bang, Mike Breen. That's how bad the Knicks have been. Okay, let's also go with Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. Notre Dame fan base. Is there a more nose-in-the-air fan base in college football than Notre Dame? The problem is, the problem with Notre Dame fans is that they think they're Notre Dame. Yeah. And they're, they're just obnoxious. Yeah. They're tough to take. Everybody is beneath them. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, right. that's why we don't And have, I'm Irish that's Catholic. Why, that's why they're not in a conference. <laughs> I'm Irish Catholic yeah, and we're, I can't we're not going to be in a conference. We're independent <laughs> because we're Notre Dame. I okay. know I know what else. So 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 you know the the number one omission that you I know. missed. I know. And, and Cam Pratt made sure to get in my ear so that I brought it up. The Philadelphia Eagles fans. Yeah. You know the thing that Cowboys fans and Giants fans have in common? They hate Eagles fans. Yeah. And it's not Eagles fans when they're on the road. It's Eagles fans at home. That's how you get fans climbing up light poles and eating horse poo, all of that different stuff. That, that's where you, that, that is the most obnoxious home fan base in all of sports. See, there ain't no question I want, about it. But I, I'm more interested in, in obnoxiousness that can travel. And you that, want you want obnoxious yes. travels, yes. And I have been on both sides of that one, and I, I don't necessarily agree. So, well, well, listen. A lot of those people you once upon a time called neighbors because you used to live down in that area. I still don't live too far away. Yeah, exactly. But, so, you know, that, so you I, can't. Be, I just you like can't think, be objective about it. I like. To I can't. No, I like to think I have a better understanding of it. So the point is, simply it doesn't this. mean that they're less obnoxious just because you understand them. We want to hear from you. At 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who are the most obnoxious fan bases? That is that is the challenge to you. Lines are open right now. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. And don't forget, Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance from motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. Plus, a major development That is coming around with the Washington Commanders. We'll tell you about that as well next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, you are chiming in. 
You are chiming in on the most obnoxious fan bases. Canty and Carlin, I think we've struck a nerve on ESPN <laughs> Radio. In for Grainy, what's one of the biggest hiring challenges in 2023? Well, it's standing out to top talent. So how do you break through the clutter and attract the most qualified candidates for your business? You do it with ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology sends you great candidates for your job, and you can send a personal invite to your top choices, which helps you stand out. Get your job noticed by the best and brightest candidates with ZipRecruiter. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Let's hit them. Lines are open on the Canty and Carlin call-in line. We're in today for Greeny. 888-SAY-ESPN. Charles in Alabama is up first on ESPN Radio. Chuck, what do you got, bud? Man, the absolute most obnoxious fan base. Dallas Cowboys and Alabama Crimson Tide. They're there. <laughs> See, Charles, are you an Auburn fan? Neither fan. Neither I'm a Tuskegee fan. fan. I'm an HBCU fan. Okay, all right, I got you. Okay. They're both terrible. Okay. So you can be somewhat objective yes. when it comes to that in, yes. in the state of Alabama. Okay. I would understand where there's a certain level. I, I do – I have heard Alabama call-in shows after games of people saying, the game has passed Saban by, time to go. Like, just settle down. With, with all of those national titles? Yes. How, how many does he have on his resume? Seven? Yes. There is a whole – Relax. There is a whole other level that is set – of obnoxiousness, and that's where it stems from. And that's why, here's my biggest problem. He mentioned the Cowboy fans. Mm. The majority of them now, when did they catch on in the 90s? Mm-hmm. Aikman, Emmett, Irvin. Yeah. That's when they joined up. You know, yeah. they couldn't pick Babe Laufenberg out of a lineup, but <laughs> yes, that Danny White is a mystery to yeah, them. Don, Don Meredith, who's that? Exactly. <laughs> who's that? No clue. Yeah. How about CT up next on ESPN Radio? CT, who you got? I'm in Alabama. I'm an Alabama fan, but I was going to say we've got a history of old with old Bear Bryant and new with Nick Saban, but I'm a reasonable Alabama fan, but I will say that my brethren, they're they're not as reasonable. (laughs) Every year they're expecting a championship, and if they don't get a championship, then there's something wrong with Nick. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, like when I can't take that. Yeah, that's the part that, that doesn't make sense because you're always contending for a championship. You're in the playoff every single year, seemingly. I, I mean, Canty, I'm down there a few years ago uh, working for a different company doing shows from Alabama, and they're bringing the players in, and the players to get interviewed are Cam Robinson yeah. and Calvin Ridley yeah. and, and Jonathan Allen. They just they come in waves at how good they, they are. They, they don't rebuild. They just reload yes. every single year. And because, there is another five-star Because they didn't waiting. make the playoffs this year, after having a year when they were in the national championship game prior, I just don't understand why you think the game has passed Nick Saban by. Scott is next on ESPN Radio. Scott, who's your most obnoxious fan base? Scott. Okay, I'm an Eagles fan. Uh, yeah, you there? Yeah. I'm an Eagles fan, and I was at the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, So that's a neutral site, I guess, but you're saying how they don't travel well, the obnoxiousness? No, well. no, no the obnoxiousness factor in road stadiums. Let's, that's what I mean. Let, let's let him, let's okay. let him finish. Okay, so I was just waiting, you know, so we are, you know, so the Eagles are up, what, 10 points at halftime. Could have been 17 if he doesn't fumble the ball. Eagles fans are feeling all good, and then we're in the bathroom, and some Chiefs fan walks by in line, and he just starts swearing at him and telling him to, you know, <laughs> F you. And the guy's like, I didn't even look at you. And it's just sort of like I was thinking, 
bad karma. Like, what are you doing? You know, it's just sort of like, and look what happened. But. All right, listen. So you felt like the fan was touching the money. Yeah. At halftime. That happens. And that's annoying, right? When you yeah. see one of your own, it's just like, just I, pipe I down a little bit. Shut up. Let's let the yeah. game play out, okay? We are talking about playing against Pat Mahomes. Bubba, are you, are you as a Cowboys fan, as a Met fan, who is your most ob- annoying, obnoxious fan base that you can't stand? Um, well, I think, I think it's got to be both Philly, I think, because whether it's the Eagles or, or, or the Phillies fans. Really? Know? I think it's got to be got to be that for me there. Mm, the Phillies fans. See, that, I, don't I think s- a lot of it goes back to Hembo. Let's let's be honest. Oh well, that's fair. Hembo, okay, I can understand. You know, yeah, Hembo just and you know maybe he's not the perfect example for all Philly fans, but mm. uh, he he's bad. But he's the poster child for this situation, and I would understand where you would feel that way. Look, it is a fascinating discussion because there are a lot of choices. Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.